Safety Net Studio presents. Followed sometimes, even though there's no one else in the house. I guess if I need to help them. Welcome to Ask a Medium. Here's intuitive medium and occult specialist, Rachel Stiles. Hi there, this is Rachel Stiles, Intuitive Medium, and welcome to my podcast called Ask a Medium, where we talk about intuitive development and all things paranormal and occult. I am so excited to do this podcast today because it is in the season of Valentine's Day, and I love love. I absolutely despise Hallmark holidays, but I love love. I'm a hopeless romantic. And you can emphasize the word hopeless. <laughs> I was thinking about on my way over to the studio today about I had these lovers that came to see me once for a reading and they had wanted to be read together as a couple for a relationship reading. And I love relationship readings, but I thought it was like a little bit of a red flag that they wanted to be read together because truthfully, I do pick up a lot of secrets about relationships when I read and I always speak the truth. So I said to the lady, like, you know, disclaimer, are you sure you want to come see me with your boyfriend? Because anything I get, I am going to say it out loud. And she seemed fine with it. So I thought, sure, what the heck? So this couple came in and they sat down to be read by me. And the first thing that I was picking up for them was I kept getting this baby spirit that was wanting to come through. And so I said to the woman, you know, have you ever had a miscarriage or an abortion or something like this? Because I keep getting this baby spirit that wants to come through to you. You know, can you accept this? And she was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, no, we don't know what you're saying. And the entire reading, it, it was a decent reading. You know, I gave them what I got about their future and this sort of thing. But all I kept getting consistently was this baby that really wanted to come through. The reading ended and the woman messaged me a few hours later because that boyfriend that she had brought with her, he was actually married and she was his lover and she had gotten pregnant and had an abortion, but she never told him because she didn't want him to be upset. So she messaged me a few hours after the reading was very upset because she had wanted to connect with that baby that was coming through for her. So disclaimer, if you're getting a relationship reading, don't bring your partner. <laughs> you should come alone. And I was thinking about that today, about how I have so many stories that I could tell you guys. I have all kinds of people that come to be read by me. I read for judges. I read for criminals. I read for housewives. And I kind of know all of their secrets as a byproduct of the type of readings that I do. All secrets, I will say, are always done in anonymity. So it's kind of like Seinfeld. Anything you tell me goes in the vault. I never repeat it. But... I do want to share some of the stories that I have with you guys because I never get to tell anyone. So as long as I don't use any names and I don't, you know, give any intimate details away, I would love to share more of my stories and experiences with you as we go through this podcasting journey together. Why don't we take a caller? I'm really interested to see. And just so you guys know, some of you know, some of you don't know, I never know what these calls are. I never listen to them. I never know what's going to be asked. So it's always fun and exciting for me to listen to them. Hi, my name is Anne. I have a question about clearing a rental house that I stay in with my boyfriend. 
I've hired uh, five mediums to do this, but apparently someone told me that I'm canceling all their work out <clears throat> because I've hired too many people. Anyway, I've been told it's an entity been living in the crawl space of the basement a long time, um, and it, it affects the residents of the house negatively, including me, um, feeling vertigo, dizzy, depression, um, panic attacks, waking up in the middle of the night, um, nightmares, etc. So if you could please advise on what to do, I've tried saging, holy water, playing worship music loudly, asking it to leave, telling it to leave. Um, thanks for your help. Bye. Oh, just listening to that woman, you know, whoever you are out there, is so disheartening to me. Like it breaks my heart because I know everybody loves a good ghost story, but when you're suspended in the middle of it, it can be very terrifying and traumatic to say the least. Having five different mediums come in there, I don't know what to think about that. I'd be interested to see if there's any consistencies between the mediums of what they pick up. I know when I come into a location, I don't like to have any information about what's happened there in the past or anything like that. You know, when I come into a location, the first thing I look for is if there is any entities or anything like that, what is it exactly that they're attached to? And that's what I would suggest you to look towards these uh, professionals that have been in your home. And if there's been any consistencies about where they think that it comes from, when you can determine its origin or where it comes from or what its intention is in your home, then you can seek out some different solutions to do something about it. Could it be attached to a person? Could it be attached to an object? Is it attached to the home itself? Normally, if it's any of those instances, there are things that you can do to try and move it along. But if it's attached to the land in any way, the only suggestion I have for you, unfortunately, is to move. Oftentimes with the land that we live on, if there's a thousand years of genocide, you're not going to erase that with some smudge and some holy water. That being said, I would have to look at also what you've been doing or what you've been trying to move along darker entities or elementals or demonics, whatever you want to call them. It's almost like I, I equate them to bed bugs. Like they're just horrific to get rid of. If you had bed bugs in your house and you had other people living there and they weren't diligently following the solutions to eradicate the bed bugs, then you know that three months from now, six months from now, nine months from now, they're just going to make an appearance again in some form or facet. Like everyone has to be on board. You have to follow that protocol diligently to make sure that um, we're getting this out of our lives for sure. Sometimes with rentals too, you know, I don't know the circumstance, but if it's a side-by-side -side or if it's an apartment or if there's multiple dwellings within the, the home um, or within the building, that can also contribute to why that entity is able to stay there. So honestly, love, if you ever want to email me, go to my website, risingmoon.ca, and uh, maybe we can have a, a chat on the phone and see if I can, you know, help you get more information about what you could possibly try and what you could possibly do. I don't want you to give up hope, but I also want you to feel comfortable being in your own home. And I myself, even as a medium, 
have lived in a couple locations. I, I had one two years ago that I lived in. I lived there for six months and I was like, you know what? I can't stay here. I was by a river and I was just having too much activity coming in and out of that house. A lot of people don't realize, but there's a lot of activity that actually travels along rivers. So if you're anywhere near like uh, big mainstream rivers, you can pick up a lot of activity and have a lot of experiences by that. Even though I know how to protect my home and I'm a medium, I can see them. I just, it was too much traffic. It was too much energy. And so I just made the decision to move. And the second I did that, you know, my life just got a lot more peaceful. Hopefully that was helpful to you, love. Again, like I said, feel free to email me or, or maybe we can have a chat together, see if we can work that out for you. I hope that we can find a solution for you. Hi, I'm wondering what you can tell me about my long distance relationship. And is he serious about me? Are we meant to be for each other? And how would I know if this is going to work? Thank you. My name is Tammy. Aw, I love relationship readings. I told you guys, I love love. Um, relationship readings are my specialty. I did not um, expect somebody to ask that, but um, sure, Tammy. What I get from that relationship is I feel like he is lacking a little bit of life experience, okay? I feel like he's lacking some areas in his life that make him mature enough to have the type of relationship that you're looking for, and that's what he's bringing to the relationship at this time. He does enjoy talking to you. He does enjoy communicating with you, but he feels a little bit defensive to me about things moving forward. So I'm not sure what that's about. I think he's still doing some rebalancing and some healing in his life. And again, that might be because he's lacking a little bit of life experience. So he's trying to get a better foundation before he wants to move forward. He feels that being with you would be a bit of an endurance. So maybe that's because of the long distance part that you mentioned, but he still enjoys talking to you and is still interested in moving forward with you, even though he's a little bit defensive about it for some reason. You have some chaos around you, lady, and I don't know what that's about. I know that you're not creating it, okay? So I know it's situations beyond your control, but you are contributing a little bit of chaos to this relationship at this time. Spirit is giving you the luck and a blessing for the relationship. I do feel for you, Tammy, though, that in your history of relationships in the past, that you've had more bad things than good things happen to you. And so you have a little bit of disheartenment or depression in and around relationships in general. And I feel like you should heal some of those things because I feel like you're already manifesting a negative future with this person. I feel like you have judgments or apprehension about moving forward because you're afraid to be hurt. There is a ton of opportunity for you guys to be together. And I do feel like you have a concern that he might be cheating on you. Okay. And I want to let you know that I don't believe that to be true. So if he is speaking to another woman or has other friends on social media, this sort of thing, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't believe he's cheating on you. I do believe that he's loyal and invested in you. And uh, you should maybe give him less of a hard time about that, about trust and things like that, because I think it might be damaging the relationship. My suggestion to you, love, is to empower yourself, to become the highest version of yourself that you can be, and really pull out that divine feminine energy inside you. You know, women nowadays are so masculine, and I'm not saying that's you, Tammy, but we forget that like women have this energy deep inside us, this divine feminine energy. You know, wars have been waged over women. Men have crossed oceans for women. And the moment that you honor your true value and your true worth, and you sort of wake up that sleeping woman inside you and gain that empowerment, 
we can sort of let go of those insecurities and those fears around jealousy and trust and stuff like that. When we honor our own value, you know, we only want to be with someone that loves and adores us. And if they don't do that, then they're not for us. That being said, I do believe that there is an opportunity for you and this person to be together, Tammy. And I do believe that they're giving um, the highest blessing from spirits. So that's like happiness, positivity, uh, power, this sort of energy. So I do think that it is a positive thing. I do think that you should put more trust into it. I personally have been in a long distance relationship before, so I know that's easier said than done. It's difficult when that person is so far away from you, but I send you all my love and all my blessings. I think you and him are going Going to be great together. So you should believe that too. Thanks, Tammy. Do you have a question about the afterlife, the, the occult, occult, or are you experiencing things regarding the paranormal? Call Rachel today at 204 417 4569. That's 204 417 GLOW. Hi, Rachel. Congratulations on the podcast. I'm super excited. I'm such a believer in all, uh, on all of this. So I'm excited to listen. I just had a question or if it had anything to do with um, like mediumship, just about sleep paralysis. Um, it's happened to me twice. Once was probably about <clears throat> 10 years ago. I was at a sleepover with friends and I was basically like trapped in my body. I could hear them all watching TV in the morning and I was trying just so hard to like yell for help or just to like wiggle my toes. And yeah, and then well, I guess probably like five minutes later, I woke up, which felt like 50. But and the other time I was at home uh, in my own bed sleeping. And then I, get, I thought I was awake, but I guess I wasn't. And I could just hear just like a man kind of scrambling around my apartment. And I could see kind of shadows of him. And same thing. I was so terrified. I was trying to move my body but I just couldn't. So I was wondering if you knew more about that or is this that just kind of like a stage of sleep um, I kind of read about? And yeah, if you have any advice or any like answers to that, that'd be great. Thank you. Okay. I have experienced this a number of times myself. And so it's honestly one of the most terrifying things you'll ever experience. It takes some time to get through. What I think that she's actually experiencing is different forms of astral travel, okay? There's sleep paralysis that's related to astral travel, which I'm going to tell you about, which I think is what's going on with her. And then there's also some sleep paralysis where people have had experiences where they believe that an entity is on their chest and paralyzing them and they can't move, this sort of thing, which I've also experienced. But I'm just going to put that to the side for a second. I don't want to confuse the two and talk a little bit about her. So just if you are listening, you know, there are a number of different ways of sleep paralysis. But this one specifically, I, ha I believe, has to do with astral travel. I've taught workshops on astral travel in the past. So basically what happens is everyone has like a higher self, let's say, let's call it a higher self. And your higher self has the ability to sort of leave your body, which is sort of like attached by a cord. You know, your soul, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, your consciousness is attached to your body and it has the ability to leave your body and to go to other places and do other things. Okay. So lots of different cultures and religions have recorded experiences like this. So there's different names and different verbiage that people use, but this is the most direct way that I can explain it. So how do you know? 
if you've ever astral traveled, because most of the population does on a regular basis. One surefire way that you can know if you are experiencing astral travel is at nighttime when you're about to go to sleep, you close your eyes, you're getting relaxed, you're just about to fall asleep, and you have the sensation that your body is falling. And you just quickly sort of feel like you're falling and you wake yourself up. So what that is to me is it's your etheric self or your higher self lifting out of your body and then it falls back in and it wakes you up. And anyone that's experienced that should know what I'm talking about. The number one thing that is like, I guess, a deterrent for people that are learning about astral travel is fear. So people that have dreams where they can change the ending of their dreams or they can uh, wake themselves up, or they can fly, or whenever you have control of a dream, you're actually astral traveling. If that ever happens to you, you kind of have to train yourself to remember, you know, I've had that when I learned about astral travel, I was in the middle of a dream, I realized that, uh, oh my God, I'm awake in my dream. And right away, I said, quick, take me to San Francisco, quick, do this and started saying things that I wanted to do. And I was able to go and do some of those things. But a lot of people have to get over the fear aspect. So for example, like my daughter, she's seven. She was having a dream that this monster was chasing her. And she was telling me about it, saying it was this big, terrible, horrible experience. And I said, so what'd you do? And she said, well, I realized that I was just dreaming. And so I killed myself and woke up. (laughs) So once you can work through the fear of what you're experiencing and take your control back, That gives you a little bit more power with astral travel. And then you can go to the Akashic Records and places like this to get more information about what's going on in in the world, in the universe, or in your life. Another symptom of that is people waking up inside their bodies, but their body hasn't been woken up yet. And I've had that, just like this woman was explaining, where you're laying there and your eyes are closed and you're you're present in your body, like you're widely awake, but you have no control over moving your body. So you can't open your eyes, you can't make a noise, you can't move your limbs. And it's absolutely terrifying because you're paralyzed there, not knowing when that, and it feels like it lasts forever, just like she said. So I have experienced that definitely. My suggestion to you is to do as much research as you can on astral travel, because I believe that you're a very gifted lady if you're having those sorts of experiences. So you can check out some different things on YouTube. You can go on Amazon and read some reviews on different books that are available and really start to learn about, I guess, sleep and the different cycles of sleep. People usually dream or or can experience astral travel when they go into REM sleep. So it's important to understand your own sleep patterns and what your patterns and behaviors of sleep are. The more that you start understanding them yourself or keeping track of your dreams or keeping track of your sleeping patterns and behaviors, the faster you're going to work through your challenges around astral travel and start to have really amazing experiences. Another thing is if people talk about you, if they dream about you, if they're like, hey, I had a dream about you last week. Hey, I had a dream about you last night. I have like five or six people contact me a month telling me that they've dreamt about me. They say that I just walk into the dream and I open a door and I'm like, hey, 
don't you remember I told you not to date that guy? And then I'll close the door and leave. Or uh, one girl told me that I met her on the way to her boyfriend's house in a dream. She was walking to her ex-boyfriend's house wanting to get back together with her. And I popped out of the back lane and I said, what are you doing? Go back home. Don't go be with him. <laughs> so um, yeah, if you have other people dreaming about you or if you have people infecting your dreams. I've heard that before where someone's broken up. There's actually a really well-known celebrity here in the city that I've read for. And she told me that she used to have these crazy dreams of her ex-boyfriend. And it was bone chilling to her. Like they were so vivid and so real. She felt like he was coming into her bedroom. I asked her, I said, are there any objects that belong to him in that room? And there was something very special that he had made for her. And in the dreams, he was always standing in front of that object. So I told her, I believe his higher self wants to be with you. And he's, he's trying to, to communicate or get close to you again through your dreams. I said, you should get rid of that object. And she did. And she never dreamt about him again. Dreams are certainly an interesting thing. And astral travel, the only way that you can really gain a lot of knowledge about it is through experience. Again, YouTube those, YouTube some different videos, read different books on Amazon, see if you can get any information, and then try and do some experimenting with yourself. You are a very intuitive lady. I'm sure if you are having those sorts of experiences that you also are getting information in other ways in an intuitive or psychic way. want to do a random tarot card pull. I like to uh, pull a single card and see if there's any messages for any listeners out there today. So the card that I get is Aww, the Ten of Cups. I love the Ten of Cups. The Ten of Cups is literally like a happy family dancing under a rainbow. So to me, it's like great blessings from spirit and it reminds us how important our family is. So if you have loved ones, if you have children, if you um, have parents, brothers, sisters, whatever, whoever your, whatever your living circumstances, to try and have love and gratitude to those that are around you. Often when we live in Western culture, we forget about how important our children are or how important our parents are or our boyfriends or girlfriends or husbands or wives or whatever. Um, until they're gone or until they're sick or until something really bad happens and it puts it into perspective to us how important these people are so please with this card it means that there's infinite blessings coming to you and to your family and to your relationships so make sure you those people around you that you love make sure you tell them how great they are and why you love them because it's so important that they feel it and then you might just get some right back I just wanted to mention two awful dreams I had, or I should say nightmares. Uh, I don't even like talking about this, but it was twice within the week, or maybe within five days, I had dreams uh, that my daughter had been injured in one and then passed away in another. The first one was, I guess, like, she was in my lap, and then her lungs just stopped working, so she couldn't breathe, and there was nothing I could do about it, so I just basically watched her, you know, pass away in my arms, and she's 10 months, by the way, and then the second one was last night, where 
she was climbing out of her crib, and for some reason there was a car right beside her crib, and then she was, like, laying on the hood of this car, and then she was slowly sliding off. And I seen it on the video um, monitor, so I was running into the room, and then she slid off just before I could dive and catch, caught, like, to catch her, and she landed on her neck, and her eyes went white. Uh, but she wasn't, she was still alive, and then throughout the day, for some reason I wasn't able to take her to the hospital, then her color regained back in her eyes, but that, like, yeah, like, why am I having two awful nightmares? Like, I woke up crying in both of them. Mm. So if you have any insight on that, uh, that'd be great. Uh, please let me know. Thank you. Aw, that sounds like a horrible dream. There certainly are different types of dreams that people have. Some people have prophetic dreaming. And that's where you dream about instances that actually happen, that actually transpire. And then some people have dreams that are projections of their subconscious. So if you watch a movie about a ship and then you dream about that you're on a ship, you know, that could be a projection of your subconscious. To the woman that's calling in, you know, I would have to ask you more about your dream history if you've ever had prophetic dreaming in the past. And usually people that do have prophetic dreaming, they can feel the difference. Like when I dream, I have different types of dreams. Like one feels very vivid, like I'm actually there. And those style to me always stand out as being prophetic. And then I can tell the difference when it's my subconscious or when it's spirit trying to give me a message. I have a daughter and in those first couple of years or for especially first couple of months when they're so innocent, I was just terrified all the time that I was going to do something wrong or yeah, that something bad would happen to them because they're so vulnerable and you're so sleep deprived and, and overwhelmed maybe by looking after them because they do need so much of our love and energy and attention. So I don't think that anything bad is going to happen to your daughter. I just feel like it might be projections of fears that you have, things that are out of your control. I remember when I had my daughter, I just slept on the couch with my baby and I put her face in front of my face so I could feel her breathing on me. And I didn't want her to sleep away from me in case she stopped breathing or what if a blanket went on her face or what if this or what if that? I had so many fears that I just kept her glued to my face all the time because I figured it was the only way that I could stop her from dying. <laughs> and uh, so I think it's natural to experience that as a mother. And I wouldn't be concerned. I would, I would maybe do some prayers to spirit um, or maybe your ancestors that have passed, maybe you could leave some offerings by your bed and ask them to come and protect your daughter and to bring you some sweeter dreams. I'm sure that you're an amazing mother and your daughter's going to be fine. I don't feel any doom or anything like that. So congratulations and uh, best of luck to you. Hey, Rachel. Um, I have a question. So we just moved into a new house and when I first stepped in, I said, give me a sign that this was the right move and everything was good. And each one of my family members that day found a dime. So I thought that was a great sign. Everything's good. Going into our third week in this house and my oldest son continues to find dimes, but they're always in his bed or they are placed in his sock. So he's found a couple in his socks when he wakes up in the morning because he sleeps with his socks on. And then in his bed, like right by his um, main sink in his 
bedroom ensuite type thing. So um, just kind of wondering if you know who it is, who's visiting him or who wants his attention, because obviously they do. Um, so anything you can help out with, that would be great. Thanks. Oh, I love that. That's so wonderful that he gets to experience that at such a young age, such a positive thing for him to learn about spirit um, and those connections. For those of you who don't know, sometimes dimes are also um, or often associated with the spirit world. It's sort of like a loved one letting you know that they're in and around you. And obviously there's dimes everywhere, but you should find them in odd places. Just like this woman had mentioned, I personally have once found a dime in my dishwasher. So I kind of felt that that was spirit, uh, you know, giving some sort of sign to me in that moment. I definitely believe that's so amazing that you had those dime experiences when you first moved into the home. I believe that it's a great home for you. That's a great sign that uh, that's where your family's supposed to be and that's part of your journey at this time. And for your son to continue to have those experiences just means that there's definitely someone in and around him, one of your ancestors that cares about him very much. I personally feel like it's a female vibration, okay? I feel like she would have had a number of children. So she could have had three or three or more children. Once I get into four or five, six, you know, I kind of just put them into a pile. So I'm getting my symbol for three or three or more. It's possible uh, they're showing me the first part of the alphabet for her name. So I don't really get names, but sometimes spirits will give me like a first name or a last name or like their initials. So they're showing me the first part of the alphabet, which to me is like A, B, C, D, E. Maybe. So this woman could have a first or last name that starts with one of those letters. I do believe that uh, she was born here in Winnipeg or born in the Manitoba area. It's possible that it could be a mother or grandmother vibration. I kind of put those into the same category, and that's the kind of energy that I get. I feel like she's leaving the dimes to be playful and to have sort of a game going with your son. So try and explain to him what it means. It's really a powerful tool for him to have in his life as he grows up. It's kind of an easy way for him to connect to spirit. And I would also suggest having him do some prayers and stuff like that, get him started on a spiritual path so that he can use his faith as like a tool moving forward for himself. I'm so excited that you're having those experiences. I think that your home is going to be a great place for your family to be for years to come. So I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast today. It kind of seemed like there was like this inadvertent love theme, which I didn't even plan. I swear to God, I didn't plan it. That's how it worked out. Must be meant to be. Hope you enjoyed it. If you do have any questions for me, I would love to hear them. So please call into my free message line. It's 204-417-GLOW. That's 204 204- 4174569 and I would love to hear your messages and talk about them on the air. I am Rachel Styles, intuitive medium, occult specialist. This is my podcast called Ask a Medium. Don't forget if you're out there, if you're listening, you're badass and I love you. You should go do badass things today. Thanks for listening. Subscribe now to this podcast. And check out other podcasts from Safety Net Studio by visiting the website, safetynetstudio.com.
content for Safety Net Studio is produced by Layer Video Imagery. Get your business an extra layer for promotional videos on social media, creative music videos for artists, or art projects. Contact Layer Video Imagery. Go to layervideoimagery.com or visit her on Instagram at layervidimagery. Add an extra layer to your business with Layer Video Imagery. Imagery.